Now this is not going to be pretty. We're talking violence, strong language, adult content. I want to go somewhere that's bursting with house bombs. Welcome back. This is another episode of Meet at the Bronze. Yes, it is. As always, I am Meg, your Buffy expert. And I am Quatina, your Buffy virgin. And we just watched uh, season two, episode six, Halloween. Yes. Yeah. I'm living for this episode. You really were a am. big fan. Really into it. Yeah. yeah it, well, it's got everything you love. It, yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, we'll get into it. Great character development. For yeah. What did I just? Mm. Oops! Oh, <laughs> someone's setting the mood. I was not that into. Mm. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm seduced. You got wine out and '70s porn music <laughs> playing. God damn. So turned on. With like my lights are dimmed because I was. Yeah, you dimmed a, your lights. Oh too? my god! I think I'm trying to seduce you. Quitina. You are trying to seduce me. What is happening? I don't know. Stay away from me. Take him. Okay. Absolutely so. Take we, we should probably get into tonight's wine Let's pairing. Let's do this. We haven't even had wine, people. Okay. Well, you've watched the whole episode, so I'm really hoping you get the genius okay. behind it. I didn't... Look, Hit me, baby. Tonight's episode was called Halloween. I could have gone, like, pumpkin beer Ew. or some creepy, scary name, like Ghost Pines or whatever. I'll see what you want with no, this. No, I, I got clever. Clever. So I did Tall Dark Stranger. Okay. Okay, who, who is because remember, Buffy forgets who everybody around her is, oh. and is rescued by a tall dark stranger angel. Okay, there I see what you go. did there. I look at me, look at me. I'm looking. Thank you. I was tap, tap, exactly tap. like that. I I see. I I, I went through a lot of iterations yeah. of this me like one. you. Me like you. So, Tall Dark Stranger is an Argentinian Malbec. It's from the Mendoza wine region. Mm-hmm. I am kind of a whore for a Malbec. Not as much Ooh. as, not as much as my husband is. Oh. For the record, like Ooh. the things he will do for a Malbec oh, are too salacious even for this podcast. You know, this bottle looks pretty sexy too. It's very masculine. So, it's very masculine. Yes. Yeah. It's very. It's yeah. very like like. Square and squarish. Right yeah. yeah. It's not your typical, like, voluptuous yeah. curves. Yeah, no. It's a manly wine bottle. Yeah. So here's the thing. Malbec is, in my opinion, a really good alternative to a much higher price Cabernet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or maybe even a Syrah. But a lot of that is because, so Malbec comes from France. Mm-hmm. But, and I think we've talked about this before, in the late 19th century, France and most of Europe, their wine their grapevines were completely decimated by this louse called Philocera. Oh, and we almost that? lost European wine <gasps> to the ages. Gasp? Yeah. If not for actually a grape that was cultivated by Thomas Jefferson that they grafted on to those European vines. Wait, that dick? Really? Yeah, yeah, whatever. He knew wine. Look, uh, of all the things you can say about Thomas Jefferson, he knew his fucking wine. And they say also his weed. Oh, yeah, that's a big thing. Yeah, interesting. Um, but what had happened right before that 
was a lot of people emigrated to Argentina and Chile mm -hmm. with Malbec grapes, which mm -hmm. grow perfectly in those regions, and therefore basically bringing back what for a really long time people thought was a completely extinct wine. Wow. Things so Nazi coming. Exactly. So yeah. this wine, um, the characteristics of it, let's go ahead and give it a smell. Okay. You should be getting a lot of, uh, look, it's going to be a little bit tannic and very rustic. It's not going to drink like your super high-priced hoity-toity Pinot Noirs or something. Hoity-toity. Hoity-toity. Um, if they still grow, the people that still grow it in France, they actually call this Cahors. So that's a really good way. By the way, if you want to buy a French wine a little bit on a budget, look for Cahors. It's actually the Malbec. But you're going to get a lot of fruit from it. Am I? You should you know what I'm getting. <laughs> wine. Yes, I'm getting wine. How did you know? <laughs> so, so on the on the nose, I'm getting blackberry jam, pears, apples, oh, okay. citrus. Blackberry was right. Yay! That's the closest <laughs> I can get. Just the blackberry. That's it. Everything else was bullshit. So, so but so blackberry, yes. In France, this is considered just to be a blending grape because it is so jammy. It doesn't have the refinement that they want. Okay. But you should get a lot of black cherry, maybe pomegranate. Mm -mm. You're gonna I don't get, fuck with pomegranates. I wouldn't know. You're gonna get some plum, some raisin, maybe. Well, you uh, know I fucking hate raisins. So. Uh, yeah, but on the smell, and it's not the same thing. You know, swirling it opened it opened it up a lot That's more. That's what I'm telling you. So like that, I just smelled something different when I yeah, did that. Yeah, when I introduced some oxygen. You should it. definitely get some kind of like mocha, like coffee, chocolate, cocoa. Really? Yeah. Um, this one I'm gonna say though smells very green to me, like very young fruit. Um. Uh, Maybe yeah. a little leather. Leather? Gravel? Smelliers are so weird. What's wrong with them? I, I, How are they getting these complex smells and tastes? I'm even going to throw this out there. You're going you're gonna to want to strangle me when I say this. Maybe my nose ring is... Dill? Dill? <laughs> Bitch, no. Like, I refuse. <laughs> what? Hold on. I swear to God. God, just give me a wine cooler and let's call it a night. God damn. Oh, Dill. How, how do they describe this one? Rich and deeply satisfying. Dark, juicy, smooth, and silky. Okay. Sexy. Uh, oh, fulfill your wildest wine dreams. And then fap with the bottle later. Sip it with something or someone delicious. Oh, wow. Because that's one of the things about Melbec is it is eminently amazing to pair with food like if you have something like it it's lighter than a cab so if you wanted to serve something lighter like pork or or elk or ostrich did you say lighter <laughs> did you say then lighter like, than like a steak did you say lighter is a ostrich <laughs> an elk ostrich <laughs> ostrich what? i mean it's fatty but it's lighter what <laughs> strange woman she is it's also not as oaked as a lot of other things. So you're not, it's not, there's not as much wood. Um, mm -hmm. Okay. I smell alcohol. All right. I smelled alcohol too. I want to taste it. Yeah. Here we go. What the fuck is this? <coughs> what is this? It's delicious. Wait. I wasn't expecting that at all. No, actually this tastes. 
Hold on. I got no fruit. There's a lot more acid in this than there should be. Yeah. I got, like, no fruit at all. That just, like, hit me, and I still feel it going down. Yeah, I'm actually, whoa, that that is a... See, gotcha. See, I had I the original call, first reaction. I would call that an acid bomb. What the hell is happening? It's like green stems and tree trunk. Is this the manly part of it? Mm-mm. I don't know, I just spilled something. This tastes more like... I'm tasting more of, like... This sounds weird, but plants? Yeah, no. Like I said, it tastes like the stem of something. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm going to do? First of all, I'm going to man up. I'm going to take the rest of yours. Yeah! I'm going to give you some of this. So my sec- my, my runner-up for tonight was Noble Vines because noble she wanted to vines. pretend to be a noble A noble, woman. that's very true. This is a Merlot. Try that. Merlot. Should I swirl? Swirl a little bit, but it's been open for a while, so you shouldn't have to swirl a lot. I just like um, to swirl to the same plant. There's like a gaminess in this. Like, again, there's like a bacon that quality. That shit threw me. Bacon? Ham? Ham? It's like salty? <laughs> no. Tastes like grass, okay? It's like salty ham Sorry, grass. Sorry, called Dark Stranger. You're not as delicious as... It's, you're, not, you're not as tasty as Angel. Ew. That's for damn no, sure. No, he's not. Mm-mm. I mean, what is? Try that one. See if you... Wow. Wait. You know something I just put together? Wine tastes different. <laughs> They're like different types of wine. Because this tastes different. Right? Does it, well, like, are you getting some... Uh, like- don't, don't. T- <laughs> let me do this. Because <laughs> let me just spit out some bullshit real quick, huh? Because I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Just don't, say, don't say pear, don't say apple, and you're probably okay. 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 Mm-hmm. Just going for it. I'm, mm-hmm. pulling, I'm pulling, pulling up my Merlot... Cheat sheet. Mhm. Mhm. Wow. That's a. That's a definitely some berries, in there. Damn, this is alcoholic. Fuck. What is it? Hold this on. This just hit me. This is well. This is a 2013 from California, so yeah, it's gonna have some alcohol. Uh, ABV. Ooh. Ooh. 14.5. That actually That's, is pretty high. Yes. That hit me. Like, I'm not used to wine like this. Like, wow. Okay, Marlo. What the hell is the Tell Dark Stranger? Nothing. 12.5. You're whack. Uh, but are you getting any fruit or flowers? I said, like, berries. Berries? Yes. I'm getting berries. Yes. That's, That's it. what you should be getting. You should be getting blackberry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Blueberry that. and mm-hmm. black cherry. Mostly. Ooh, I can see black cherry. <gasps> black cherry. Just like the bougie Just seltzer like the I can Seltzer water. <laughs> it's meant to be. Okay, so I'm going to let you have. By the way, I still have like some uh, berry cider mm-hmm. in my fridge that I save for when you come over. So. Yeah, because, you know, yeah. basic woman I am. So that we can like get drunk and just watch musical theater for hours yes, on my dream because that's what we do oh. why do we only talk about porn and musical theater wow ah. Ah. we are strange people strange i you know honestly, i'm okay i accept that about myself are, are we that strange or, or do we just own it or do we just, like, express the desires that most people would, you but know, they just don't? I think that we are a lot more, like, regular people than regular yeah. people like to admit. Yeah. 
Come on, mm-hmm. people. Yeah. You know, you're just like, that's why you listening to us. Okay, well, speaking of us. Damn shit, I'm feeling this Merlot. God damn. God. You're feeling it like you like it, or you're feeling it like feeling like in my belly, okay. like in my it's belly. here in my in my belly. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Well, Quatina, we just watched season two, episode six, Halloween. Yes. This was uh, premiered October twenty seventh, nineteen ninety seven. Right. Okay. I said. Oh, here we record. go. Record. All right. So. Uh, Season 2, Episode 6, Halloween, uh, October 27th, 1997, written by Carl Ellsworth, directed by, like, one of the MVPs, Bruce Seth Green. MVP. Story summary. With Halloween approaching, Principal Snyder assigns Buffy, Willow, and Xander to escort groups of trick-or-treating children around town. Meanwhile, warlock Ethan Rain, an ex-friend of Giles from their university days, secretly arrives in Sunnydale to wreak havoc for the hell of it. Ethan quickly sets up a costume shop, renting Halloween outfits to Buffy, her friends, and dozens of others. On Halloween night, Ethan casts a spell that makes the trick-or-treaters physically morph into the type of costume they're wearing. Buffy becomes a helpless princess. Willow finds herself an intangible ghost, and Xander changes into a rifle-toting soldier. Mm -hmm. Dozens of other people become monsters, sparking a huge amount of mayhem. Giles eventually realizes Ethan's involvement and confronts his old friend, causing Ethan to mention Giles' own less-than-innocent youth. Proving the point, Giles beats the stuffing out of Ethan, forcing him to reveal how to end the spell. Ethan escapes, but Giles smashes the spell's central totem, an idol of the two-headed god Janus, thus returning Sunnydale to normal. Very nice. Okay. Couple of firsts. This is the first time in the series that we hear Giles referred to as Ripper. Hearing those words. Like, it really did things I just, in your lady parts, didn't I, it? Yes. So hard. I was so shook. Yeah. It's also the first time that we meet Larry. You know, the guy that tried to um, get into it with Xander in front of the soda machine. Is he going to be a mainstay? I'm not saying a mainstay, but just remember him. Okay. It pays off in a few episodes. It's kind of like that Marcy playing the fruit thing. uh, Fruit. Playing the flute thing. Okay, okay, true. It's not like it's a huge plot point, but it'll be interesting when we get there. Okay. Okay. Uh, so we start off the episode with Buffy in the cemetery mm-hmm. uh, fighting a vampire. Yes. She's on her way to a date with Xander. Excuse me? You mean Angel? With Angel. Yes. You are correct. Ew, Xander. How dare you? Production. Okay. Don't. So I thought it was a cemetery. Not a cemetery. So she's not fighting a vampire at a cemetery. Definitely not, which is a change of scenery. That is weird. Yeah. Because usually we're just used to her fighting the cemetery. So maybe the whole thing is actually just, it's like a fake cemetery with the pumpkin patch. Yeah, like a little setup because it's two days, like the sign said, two days until Halloween. Oh, yeah, because she's just like throwing jack-o'-lanterns at the guy. Listen, she threw a jack-o'-lanterns at him and he just got hit and he was like, oh. So I really thought he was just a monster, like a zombie at first. But then he did some crazy roundhouse kick and got really agile. And I was like, are you a good vampire or not? But can we talk about this? Like, where where do vampires learn to fight? Because it seems like they rise up from the grave no matter who they were. And all of a sudden. They're ready to fucking fight. I don't understand it. They're like Chuck Norris. Yeah. 
I don't get it. It makes no sense. Like, I understand if you get super strength. Yeah. But you still have to train. Yeah. Yeah. You do. You need some skill along with the strength. It's confusing. It's confusing. I will say, here's a fun little fact that I will credit. uh, Fuck. Buffering the podcast. It's a, it's two partners two women partners that uh have been doing buffy episode by episode nice. they figured out the hell math which i love that term hell math. and Fine. i think they should trademark um this is the first time that we come to understand that every season you are going to get either a halloween episode or a buffy's birthday episode oh i don't know i just i read that the other day and i was like did that That's just start accurate. with a second season? Yeah, we didn't get either in season one. No, yeah. No. So okay, true, true, true. But season true. one was only twelve episodes, as opposed yeah. to the normal. Yeah, normal. How many? Twenty-two. Oh, true. 20, 22 to twenty-four, somewhere in there. I don't okay. know. It was the nineties. All good. Uh, okay, so Buffy was on her way to a date with yes. Angel. Mm-hmm. She uh, this guy ass, guy's ass. Someone was recording them. I guess. Oh, Spike. No, not Spike. Like a well, Spike's one of lead. one of Spike's. Like, yeah. You know, people. bitches. Yeah. yeah. yeah because bitches, Spike sure. wants to like get a feel for the Slayer. Yeah. So she he can kill her. Yeah. He wants to see how she fights. So she's got a date. She's running late. Ah, um, you rhymed. <laughs> Thank you. I'm meant to be a rapper. Comes, uh, we switch, we see Angel sitting at, where do we think? The bronze. The bronze. Um, and Cordelia comes Cordelia in. walks up because she's like, ugh, Devin, such a flake, you know. He plays guitar and he's the lead singer. So and what does he think he, he is? Uh-huh. And yeah. she's drinking out of a solo cup. Right? I was like, what do you serve at this place? God. That ain't a cappuccino. The bronze is so confusing. I don't know. It's very confusing. It's confusing. I, and I give you that. By the way, if you don't remember continuity, uh, Devin, the guy that she's dating. I definitely remember. He's, he's from, from Dingo's Ate yeah. My Baby. Mm-hmm. I remember him. Which I also wrote down. I realized that the acronym for that is DAM with a B. <gasps> DAM? DAM. Dingo's Ate My Baby. DAM. DAM. Yeah, that was kind of fun. I, I like look, I'm easily amused. I think we all know that. Um, and so she's like telling this story about, ugh, I was like, you call that leather? My Barbie dream house had better. Just had what nicer type of, seats. And then Angel just give, gives us this fake ass laugh. No, here's the thing though, is I didn't feel, like I felt like he was faking it, but also still being too nice to Cordelia. Yeah, that, that's what I mean. Like he's trying to be like, I'm just sitting here to listen to your story because you just happened to come and sit down and now I have to laugh at your joke to make you feel some sort of way. Because honestly, I... I mean, he isn't the type of guy to tell someone off, but she's always all up on him, and he still doesn't shut that down. He kind of just deals with it. He's never even, like, remotely annoyed about it. No. I don't know. No, he just goes with it. He's sending some... Because, by the way, then Buffy walks in, Mm -hmm. and I... This is one of those times I don't necessarily blame her for feeling insecure. Yeah. You know? Uh, But she walks in, and and she's about to leave, Mm -hmm. and... um, he comes up to her and he's like, oh, I thought we had a date. And she's like, yeah, unexpected slayage. Yeah. Which, by the way, if I had a nickel for every time. <laughs> really? Oh, my God. The amount of times I'm late to work meetings, to dates, to family events because of vampire slayage. Mm, that this makes sense. That yeah. That is going to be my this excuse, by the way, from now on. You just wear a shirt, come in, vampire slayage. Sorry, guys, I was killing the vampires. You're welcome. Prove that I didn't. Yes. <laughs> um, and Cordelia comes up, love the hair. It just screams street urchin. She's such a person. 
I don't know. Oh my god. At least she's clever. Really want to like you, but damn. I think it's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, Yeah, because she's got a. It's funny because Buffy didn't even look that bad. And she's really concerned about how she looks like but her hair. But for a first that date with the man of your dreams, okay. I mean, man of her dreams is that what this is? Well, I mean, to this point in her life, he is. True. I guess she is just sixteen, right? I mean, the my first date when I was sixteen, dude, the man was gay, and I probably spent three hours getting ready for it. Mm. You like that, didn't you? Well, I mean, I don't get a lot out of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he did critique my outfit pretty hard. Oh, really? He was gay. Okay. But did you know? And no. And he did this he did this like thing where he was like, Your hair. Like he like tried to redo my hair for a second. He was wow. like, I think it would look better. Oh no. <laughs> no, this is the worst part. This is the worst part. And then we spent it in DuPont Circle. <laughs> Why were you there? He was like, Let's go to some of my favorite shops in DuPont. <laughs> for you non Washingtonians, DuPont Circle is like the place where all the gay men hang out and it's like gay bookstores mm-hmm. where we went to one mm-hmm. well well no it was just it was a bookstore but it had a, a, a large section of homosexual no, literature no clues for you nothing no okay i thought he liked me. you were he complimented me on my my uh leopard skin fuzzy belts that went around yeah oh my god and he noticed he was like oh my gosh is that lip stick and not lip gloss i'm so proud of how you. did you not know this it was the 90s okay all right moving on because i just don't understand how meg did not catch any of this early on all right he told me he wasn't yeah okay all right until like four weeks after we had that date yeah and then he was uh-huh. like oh yeah no, He's like, yeah for sure he yeah. was like he was like for homecoming uh i want to bring my boyfriend to homecoming but will you be his beer there we go Okay. Look, I brought a lot of it on myself in all fairness. He bought me like some kind of like magic crystal thing. Like this is going to give you positive energy, blah, 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 from natural wonders at the mall for my 16th birthday. And a journal so I could write my thoughts and feelings. And feelings. Wow. Yeah. That's very considerate. Yeah. Okay. Um, So anyways, uh, but he's like. She's like, look, I just, you know, you should be dating people like Cordelia who have time to, like, think about what they look like and and care about this stuff. And they, you know, what I think about. And he just goes, you look fine. I'm sorry, Angel. Fine? That's the best. You've been dating for four, like, like 200 years. Have they been dating? Isn't this technically their first date? Yeah, no, but. Oh, you're saying him in general. Him in general. And he was quite the fucking, like, man whore back in the day. And the best he's got is you look fine. I don't think man whores necessarily know how to compliment you. They just know how to fuck you. Well, but, like, theoretically, he's trying to get her into some kind of situation. Yeah, but. Yeah, and he's like. I I don't see him as, like, the compliment type. Yeah, I don't know. He's like, you look fine. As he picks a piece of straw out okay, of her Okay, he hair. did not say it like that. Don't disrespect my man. You know, he's like, you look fine. Like, you're okay. Like, like fine. No, I didn't fine. hear it like that. Fine. It was kind of like a, you're here, that's all that matters. No, that is definitely not how we gave it. He was like, no, look, you're, 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 you're okay. He did not oh, say it like on, that. I refuse. On. No, yeah. Give us feedback. Let us know. And then she's like, I know, I'm not exactly the stuff dreams are made of. Yo, when she said that, I was like, this is what dreams are made of. Yeah. Hey now. Hey now. Yeah. Lizzie McGuire? Anyone? Yeah. yeah. No? Lizzie he McGuire also movie? did not disagree with her. When? When she was like, 
I'm not exactly the stuff dreams are made of. I think about slaying tactics and maneuvers and not like where I'm going to get my next facial. This is not exactly, I'm not exactly the stuff dreams are made of. And he goes, but, uh, uh. but it's kind of. And then she walks away. No, 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 no. Because he cannot deny, like, once again, she's a slayer. But is and that- she's ba- No, it's not. It's not the no, part. No, no, no. Let me finish my sentence, mm-hmm, Meg. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not the whole part of, like, I'm not what dreams are made of. But he definitely acknowledges your life is definitely different from every other 16-year-old. But, but he doesn't. Why he could, are you misinterpreting he Angel? Could, he could, look, by the way, I am Angel a thousand percent of the way. I'm just yeah, saying this is not his best episode. That. This is not his best episode. No, I don't know about that. Look. He could have been, he could have said, like, but that's not what I'm looking. Look, by the way, he does it at the end of the episode. Do you realize that? He I feel like he doesn't know how to talk. End. That's why when Cordelia's all up on him, no. he doesn't know how to talk. I feel like they never have a full conversation. Like, it's going to take a while till they open up the doors of communication. But, because they constantly have this problem. But at the end, like, he brings what he should have. But in the beginning, mm-hmm. there's, like, no, I don't. You don't know how to talk. Leave him alone. Look, if he was a 16-year-old boy, I would give him a lot of credit. A- if exactly. he's, he's a 241 year old how is he supposed to deal with a 16 year old from this modern day no, but that he's just starting oh, today because women are how do you that guess different this one is she's a fucking slayer I'm and just saying their, their relationship just, is not even meant to be just be like no your hair looks great Listen. life hasn't changed that much Mm-mm. I like your shoes I just it's think not that hard I think your interpretation she left before he even got a chance to really like simmer her she down she gave him all the chances to be like what no, chances she was here all like no my look terrible and he my was basically so like I'm yeah. a slayer yeah. oh, God. he did not basically say yeah because he never said yeah yeah not saying I disagree is the same as saying yeah. No. Which one of us is married? That's not the same. That's <laughs> not. Who at gets all. men? No. Oh, I get men. And then understand. And you're stuck with one. So, ha. Stuck with. Meaning I also get one when I want it. Um, I also do, people. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. I do. Got people's on call. I just yeah. don't call them. What would happen if I you were like, I'm sorry, I'm late because I had unexpected slayage. A dick. Had to kill that dick. I meant if you said to him that you were late because of unexpected slayage. Well, is he a fucking vampire that knows I'm a slayer? No. That's right. You know, we do have to keep that quiet. Like, <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> so we go back to school. Yes. Um, everybody's volunteering. Well, as Xander points out, interesting take Snyder has on this whole concept of volunteering. Yeah. Where he's basically like, you're doing this, yes. you're doing this, you're doing this. pulling them in. And then um, he goes up to Buffy and he says something super, bi- like, not even dickish. I'm just going to say bitchy. Like, super bitchy. so bitchy. No, like, this part really got to me because he was like, um, I know for Halloween you're going to be, what, keying cars and bobbing for apples and saying all these bad things. I'm like, Buffy is not that bad. I was like, you hype shit up so much. Right. She's not that bad of a student. But I do love that she goes back to him as he hands her a clipboard and goes, I recently developed carpal tunnel syndrome and sadly, therefore, cannot hold a pen. <laughs> she said a flashlight because she didn't want to oh, be Oh, it was a flashlight. Oh, I thought kids. she was trying not to sign up. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, it's at this time. And she was like, damn it. And then That's Willow something. and Xander are laughing. Yeah. And then he hands them, them each the one. Yeah, like, yeah. Deal with it. 
and, but she was so excited because apparently this is the one night a year Halloween is supposed to be quiet. Yeah, apparently. Which doesn't make any sense. Uh, yeah, I don't understand that. But Because uh, I feel like every other thing that I've watched, Halloween is a big thing when monsters can come out and be accepted and be themselves. Well, that's why I like when she talks to Giles later in a little bit. And she's just like, so uh, why do they, give me the 411, why do they hate Halloween? Is it just because it's become so commercialized? Uh, there we I go. Th- yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. But, but that's in a little bit. That would um, make sense. So Xander is up and he's like trying to get a soda. Yeah. And uh, Larry comes up and he's all like, oh, your friend Buffy, like, I hear she's fast. Dude, most 90s thing ever. Uh, yeah, that's definitely it's like her guy, Some guys say she was fast. And I was like, dude. And he's like, I hope you mean like the wind. Yes. Oh, I love that. And, like, okay, and they yeah. almost like come to blows. But Buffy steps in. She's like, is there a problem here? Yeah. And she like hits the soda machine. Uh, she grabs the guy's hand, yeah. twists it behind his back, and hits him up against the soda yeah. machine. So because of that, the soda can dropped out. She's like, get out of here. Which was and also weirdly 90s. Like there were commercials yeah. where they would like walk up to a Coke machine and just like hit it it's twice. Like, boom. And then something just falls I out. I don't know if that yeah. was a thing. Yeah, I've tried that. It doesn't work. But but Xander is mortified. Yeah, he's like, it's better to have a black eye than to have a girl defend you and yeah. have to protect you. I'm like, are you serious? Yeah. Fragile. And then guess who says that later? Willow. Just like two seconds later, Willow's like, masculinity. It's like, yeah. men are just so fragile. Guys are so fragile. fragile. Which, by the way, also true. So but, true. But Buffy knows what she did because she goes back to Willow and she's like, I think I, man- I violated the guy code. You know what? Fuck the guy code. Yeah. Like, for real? It's stupid as fuck. Like, we have better things to do with our lives, mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Your fragile sense of masculinity doesn't even really top my, like, anything. And list. honestly, Xander, I was really, like, into him when he was like, do you mean fast like the wind, you know, defending her? But then he gets all bitchy because she helped him out. So I was like, all right, Boner's gone. Like, I'm sorry, Xander, she's the fucking slayer. Yeah. She sees she's gotta take care of business. She know? sees a problem, she gets upset and yeah. she tries to handle it. Like sure. whatever. Anyways. Uh but then Buffy's all like talking to Willow and she's like, I just I wish I could be like the date didn't go well because I showed up and he was talking to Cordelia and she's so beautiful mm-hmm. and I don't have time to think about these things. You know, I I wonder and Willow says wouldn't it be great if you could see the kind of girl that he used to be into or I don't know, something like that. Yes. And, and Willow goes, or, or Buffy goes, that wait, the watcher's diaries. Mm -hmm. We, but we couldn't sneak into the library and take them. That would be wrong. Mm -hmm. Next thing, next thing. Two, they they are going into the library. Buffy almost makes it in. Giles comes out of the weapons cage, as most high school yes, libraries of have. Course. And um, and so How now does no one questioned that. <laughs> I don't know because it's not even like it's it's like a secret door. Right. Hidden no one thing. comes it's in there. No one comes in there except for those. I think it's what? a commentary yeah. on the fact that like nobody reads books. Nope. Not at all. Um. So she goes in and she's almost to his office, and then he comes and he stops her. So then she's got to get Willow to to come in and help her. Mm-hmm. So she's all like, oh, hey, so what's the 411 on why vamps hate the Halloween thing? Is it because it's so commercial and mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. 
And every time he's about to turn, he's like, it's quite interesting. Oh, but not to you. Like, what's going on? Yeah, like, why are you doing this? And she's, and, and she's like, I mean, you know, some one of these days you should go to a movie. And he's like, I've got hobbies. They're, you know, cross-referencing. I legit put, oh, Giles, so boring, dot, dot, dot. Yeah. I was like, okay, yeah. Uh, and then she asks if it's because it's how commercial the, the holidays become. And then just when he's about to turn and catch Willow, she goes, Miss Calendar thinks you're babe. Yeah. And he stops. She's like, eh? She said you were a hunk of, hunk of burning something. And he's like, hunk of burning what? <laughs> and she's like, I, I've said too much. You yes. know what? And he goes, this is highly inappropriate. Yeah. Yes, and at I that agree. point, Willow's got the book. So she's just like, you're right. You're right. I'm out. They leave the library, and he just goes, babe, I can can live with that. that." I was like, okay. So now they're in the bathroom sitting on the sinks Mm -hmm. and looking at the watcher's diaries, and there's a drawing of a woman. That you had a problem with. That was clearly the kind of woman Angel would have been drawn to when he was 18 in 1775. And I'm sorry, that gown, Mm -hmm. totally wrong. Okay, so 1775. Mm -hmm. I mean, look. Angels from relatively rural Ireland, that gown was maybe Versailles height. Uh, I don't know. I I would give it maybe 1760s-ish, except for it had way too high of a neck. The bustle happening in the back is not something that I recognize at all. And for a gown to be that flouncy and formal and her to still be wearing a mob cap. Yes, that was very confusing. That really bothered me. Look, guys, I minored in costuming for two years. No big deal. But I fucking know my like history of clothing. And period costumes. Come on. There are 108 fucking folds in a toga. Okay. Did you know that? No, I did not. Yeah. A toga has 108 fucking folds. One of them called the umbo. Okay, that's how I know my shit. Don't even talk to me about that costume being at all accurate. It's trash. You're right. You By the way, then Buffy's all like, I just want to be a girl. Yeah. Which I get. Like at her age and everybody's reading Cosmo and getting yeah. their nails done and doing makeovers and wearing cute mm-hmm. dresses. And she is. Like she's spending her time thinking of military tactics and slayer maneuverability and how to yeah. stake and what weapon to use. I, this is another moment of Buffy just like trying to cling to a normalcy that she yes. can't have. Exactly. Um, poor child. And then fucking Cordelia walks in to the yes. bathroom to reapply her lip gloss. Oh, wait. Before. Willow says a line that I thought was pretty funny. Um, when, because when Buffy's totally into the idea of living during this time and having maidens or whatever, and then Willow's like, I don't know, I think it was pretty cool to be able to vote, at <laughs> least. I prefer to be able to vote. And it's like, when I'm old enough. Yes. I was like, yes, girl. That's By the right. way, women, that's what it's about. Show the fuck up. Election day is in less than 100 days. Yes. Get to the fucking polls, please. Do we yeah, want what is happening? I mean, they are the ones that put, remember, wasn't it white women that voted about like, 51% of white women voted for Trump. Uh, I don't know if that's Republicans, I think, maybe. No. It's, this was, it said white women. Like, you have to look this up. Hold on. Like, the percentage of white women that voted for Trump. Hold on. I'm, you know I'm going to because... Because sometimes it wasn't necessarily... Because, you know, there are people who were 
I don't know. I don't really like Hillary Clinton, so well, I'm yeah. just gonna go ahead and vote for Trump. Like, okay, cool. Yeah, because he wasn't cool, gonna sorry, be bro. bad. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Because by the way, guys, the next Supreme Court justice is basically the guy that they've nominated is already arguing that the president can't technically commit crime, can't be charged with a crime. What? Yes, no, he's written multiple papers oh about this, guys. Oh my god, this is why no, Brett I have Kavanaugh, to take a break from the that news is of like, the world. No, that is one of the biggest reasons that like people are speculating they picked this kind of nowhere guy. Yeah. Is because he has written multiple papers as to the president can't be charged with a crime while sitting as president. God. Nothing the president does can technically be illegal that is such also hates roe v wade hates planned parenthood Mm. like just doesn't believe that women if i has written i i I can't even okay okay hold on i'm looking at this uh oh my god Mm mm-hmm Tell me. 52 percent of white women voted for trump Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and more than six in 10 of those women have a oh oh sorry i read that stat wrong okay never mind i'm not gonna get into that okay that that stuff is kind of just demeaning but um wow seriously yeah how disappointing is that that's why that's why a lot of women of color aren't into what we that's white feminism you know what i mean yeah sure that's why but if but but also there this might get edited out. Yeah, I want to have this conversation yeah, we, for a second. Yeah, Ben, be careful. Uh, but but also, like, why is it that that leads to so many of them just not showing up to vote? Like, white women show up to vote so much more. Yeah, than women of color. But they're like, I feel like nobody represents me. Well, you're not standing up saying represent me because you're not showing up to vote. Okay, let's see. I mean, I get. By the way, the socioeconomic issues were like, yeah, if you work a job where you can't take off to go exactly. back and vote, but but you can early vote True. everywhere. You can you can also say, like, because of my job schedule, I'm going to send in a ballot via mail mm-hmm. like that's not the same. And I get that, like a lot of them maybe don't know that. But at the same time. It is a little bit harder for me to, because, by the way, I want feminism to be everybody feels Fuck included. Yeah. That That's what feminism Equality is. all the way. No, but that's what feminism is, is, look, all women have a different perspective. I, my siblings love being stay-at-home moms mm-hmm. and bearing five children and doing that with their lives, and that that's what they want. And I think, that, I think that feminism is... The same rate that I have to say I'm going to go to grad school and work for a living and do this and this and this is the same thing that you get to make the choice to be a stay-at-home mom and take care of as many children as you want to have and Mm -hmm. all of that. Like, that's what feminism is. So I want it to be the big tent that is all women of color, even transgendered women, things like that. That's what it should be. The problem is that so many of the people that feel like I don't feel represented. Yeah. Are at the same time as the ones that don't show up to vote. So who are politicians going to cater to? Yeah. Okay. For that one, okay, because I'm a woman color and I vote for sure. Of course. But I feel like the biggest thing, honestly, is that mentality. I think people get stuck in that mentality of I don't 
see someone who represents me or represents my interests. So they kind of just, and that's that's even not even people of color. That's all just that's humans everybody. in no, general that's too. But that, that's, and that's a really disappointing but part and really fucking annoying but part. But that's the problem is like, let's say that there's 10, 10 topics that any elected candidate is really going to say, I'm for this, I'm for, and they push on those. Yeah. So people that care the most about those 10 topics show up and vote. So that's all the politician does. Yeah. As opposed to if everybody showed up to vote, like we're starting to see this where AARP has become this huge lobby, but everybody there is dying. Mm. And like, so they've lost something like 30% of their membership or whatever. Yeah. So now everybody's looking to the millennials and nobody knows. So basically they're just trying to keep millennials from voting. That's dumb. Oh my God! Voter intimidation and voter—what oh. is the correct term that it should be used? Uh, well, is it voter intimidation? Uh, voter intimidation, or uh, I mean, there's voter suppression. Uh, suppression. That's there the correct go. word. That's it. Where the, like, especially in rural communities, yes. heavily black communities. Mm-hmm. Look, by the way, I'm sorry if you're listening to this, Ben. Make sure this is in the podcast. Um, I've been reading articles about places where they're suddenly multiple times this year culling the voters list like oh we think you might be dead or you moved Mm -hmm. something they haven't done in 30 years but all of a sudden it just seems that it's like the black people or the hispanic people Mm -hmm. are the ones so they're showing up to vote yeah and they're like you're not you're not registered you're not registered you're they get turned away by the way guys like it's something that's so fucking real this is the bullshit tactics people are talking about with gerrymandering and that's not the point of this this podcast and we went way off topic we'll get back yeah but guys it's 2018 there's so much at stake please just show the fuck up and vote like honestly I'm going to say this even to my best friend in the world who is weirdly a gay Trump supporter I even want him to show up and vote. I just want everybody to show up and vote because the only way elected officials are going to take your point of view seriously mm-hmm. is if you vote. So even if you only care about or, or agree with 51% of what they say, 60% of what they say. Fucking go for it. Until you support them, they're not going to listen to you. If they think you're just going to stay at home, they're not going to listen. So show them that you can't be ignored. Okay. End of rant. I will say something. Thus, you know who got people more hyped to get out to the polls? Fucking Trump. Bernie Sanders. Oh, Sanders did. He did. And then the DNC killed him. Well, at the same... And other things, too. Oh, yeah. we'll, we'll take this off air, because I've got yeah. a lot of feelings. Yeah. Not actually having been a giant fan of either Clinton or Sanders, but, yeah. like, yeah. I, I can't disagree. Yeah, he definitely got some people. Okay. Right so, Buffy... Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, so they're in the bathroom talking about, uh, wanting to be a girl. Cordelia comes in and she's Mm -hmm. like, I did everything I could to comfort him. Since you just left. And she's like, isn't there a reason you don't see him during the day? Oh God, does he still live at home? Because that's the biggest yeah. nightmare possible. Yeah, of course, that's where she goes. And she's like, uh, "He's a vampire." Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, sure, but one of the cuddly ones, you know, like a Care Bear with fangs. And Willow's like, "No, it's true for real." Like, yeah, he is. And she's just like, she says the line, "See, when it comes to dating, I'm the slave." I love that I line. I was like. I was like, Cordelia, I can't stand you, but yes. Can I make that, like, my ring? And now yes. I'm married and technically not dating. No, you can't, no. But I love that line so much. It's so good. Um, 
also, so now they're talking about costumes. Mm-hmm. They're in the costume shop. Xander's got like a gun and he has, for whatever reason, mm-hmm. army fatigues at home. Like, that's something yeah, to get don't into get, at a later But they don't point. even really look like army fatigues, honestly. Uh, no, I mean, like, yeah. they were camo pants, weren't they? And then just like a green wife beater kind of tank top and a green the bottom i just thought the bottoms were green the jacket was very like definitely like army fatigue but it was just green like a yeah green like you can get army fatigues that aren't the camo they're just the green oh right okay cool i just i just automatically we're just so used to seeing the camo yeah Yeah. um and then willow's like the perfect costume and it's not only a ghost costume which by the way she could have just cut up a fucking sheet it literally says boo across the chest, which, by the way, I was kind of like, is that supposed yeah. to say boob? <laughs> oh, so close to completing it. That would have been really funny. And Buffy's all, don't you understand? Halloween for girls. It's the perfect chance for a girl to get sexy and wild yeah. with no repercussions. Guys, wear a condom. Yeah. That felt like a very irresponsible message. That also totally reminded me of Mean Girls. Like, when yeah. she's going through the whole... Katie's going through the whole thing about what Halloween is. And oh, God. Mean that, Girls, the musical, is so good, guys. I love Mean Girls, the musical. So good. Um, but no, but seriously, she's like, it's a perfect chance for a girl to get sexy and wild with mm-hmm. no repercussions. This is still the era of AIDS and gonorrhea. Yeah. Unprotected pregnancy. There is no such thing as getting sexy and wild. Unpre- with no unwanted pregnancy? Un- unplanned pregnancy. Unplanned. Well, high school. I, I, yeah. Well, okay. Because should... unprotected pregnancy is a weird term. I was like, wait, <laughs> <Yeah>. what? <laughs> Fuck what you. does that mean? Look, I've had to drink <laughs> your share of wine, okay? <laughs> right. Uh-huh. All right. I'll catch up with you. No, okay. no, no, no. I've had to drink your share of this tall, dark stranger, which only gets better as you drink more of it because you forget to feel like yeah. what wine should taste yeah, like. Yeah, of course. And you just keep chugging it down. <laughs> okay. So we're in there. She sees the dress. The dress. Which... Which is some Disney princess bullshit. Disney like, princess I did not bullshit. think, oh, period by costume. Way, I was by like, the way, Disney look, princess? I was trying to age that thing using my, by the way, no big deal. But yet again, two years of costuming minor. Yes, yes. And yes. about like 18 years of costuming in my life. And that dress was this weird combo of like early colonial, late, uh, not Versailles, that's not the right one, but like Vauxhall. It, it, it just, it was like going straight from opening the theaters under Charles mm-hmm. in England with all the orange. Look, guys, again, I've had to like make up her share of the wine. But <laughs> I'm telling you, it had no actual factual, like, costumological. We just got Cin- uh, Cinderella vibes. Yes, yeah, um, I got Sleeping pre- Beauty, uh, or Sleeping Beauty vibes. Bell, that like there must be something there that wasn't there before. That just might be Still like the pink, no, it just might be like the pink and red combo that she was wearing during that. Was song. there red in there? She was wearing like a dress. It was like pink with like red inlays or whatever. There must be something there that wasn't there before. I need to catch up then because oh, I do care. Isn't he amazing? Anyways, um, and then. Uh, oh, Drusilla and Spike. They're watching the video of Buffy kicking the ass with the vampire the other night. Yeah, he's watching it. And he keeps rewinding it, going back to how she was able to use the little 
thing in the yeah. ground. And he's like, like very stick. like into it. Yeah. Like, damn it, she's yeah. fucking good. He's like going at and it. And he's he's killed two slayers in his past. He, he's really fucking he, impressive. He's kind of the connoisseur of yeah. like kick ass slayers. He's a fucking beast. And Drew comes up and she just wants to yeah. talk. And she's all do you love me? Yes. Even the parts you can't see. Yeah, that, I was like, But he says, okay, Drew. but in the weirdest way, his response, he's so in love, and he's just like, eyeballs to entrails. Yes. Like, don't don't you want to find a guy that loves That's, you eyeballs to That's like, he loves entrails. her so hard. Like, I was like, okay, I'm sorry, couples goals. Yeah. Relationship goals. Yeah. When, when my husband gets home tonight, I'm going to ask if he loves even the parts he can't see. And he should be saying eyeballs to enter. But only with a British accent or else it sounds Ooh, creepy yes. and weird. Oh, you're right. You're right. It is so. You got to do it with the accent. It is so weird without yeah. the accent. Um, and, but then Drusilla's having a prophecy. Right. She's like, oh my God, something's ah, coming. I got something to say. Okay. I don't understand Drusilla. She's a vampire who can see into the future prophecy. What is going on? Who is she? All right. Let's this go. is not a vampire, a normal vampire ability. Oh, hold I'm on. so confused. Hold on. Let me talk a little bit about Drusilla. Okay. I can't tell too much because this is one of those things where you, you, you learn it throughout the show. All right. But if my internet would work, again, Ben, here's a really good place to cut. So we sound amazing. Like we have our shit together. Definitely do. So Giles wrote in um, Demons of the Hellmouth, mm-hmm. A Guide for Slayers. P.S. I don't think Giles actually wrote this. Oh, definitely. I'm really not. starting I mean, to like worry about that. Yeah. Uh, but she is a fascinating case study regarding some of the things I've learned about vampirism through my years on the Hellmouth. Mm-hmm. When I first came to Sunnydale, I had rather strong opinions about the proper order of things in the world of the supernatural, blah, 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 blah. I had been taught from an early age that vampires were soulless creatures incapable of love, and yet I was presented with the paradox of Spike's adoration of Drusilla, the vampire who sired him. Okay. So... Before she was sired, mm-hmm. she was a devout Catholic who worried for her immortal soul because she was clairvoyant. Oh. Yeah. So this is an ability she had before she So turned. she had always been having visions. Oh. Sometimes induced by touching objects. At other times she fell into trances. Her mother claimed that this was proof of the devil's influence in her life. A fear that her sire encouraged her to believe while he was masquerading as a Catholic priest. Once he twisted her poor mind into knots, making her go literally insane, Ah, he changed her, forever trapping her demonic aspect in madness. And yet she possesses complexities I have not been trained to to expect in the vampiric undead. Mm -hmm. An insane vampire, to me, could only be like some vampire I don't remember him saying. Um, Blah, 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 blah. In point of fact... I had been taught to view all vampires as marauding beasts who gave in to their bloodlust as soon as they rose from their graves. And it is true, I have seen such creatures with much more personality than a rabid dog. However, it is my reconsidered opinion that there is a continuum of enduring human feeding in the blood-sucking world. Mm -hmm. So, once we get rid of the Order of Aurelius, Mm -hmm. Drusillus, sorry, Drusillus, Drusilla, 
So she was mad. She was actually trying to join the Sisters of Mary, okay. who actually welcomed her completely. So she was entering a nunnery when she was sired. Okay. But she was always a little bit off, and everybody was like, well, we can't marry you off. What are we going to do? Because you have these visions, these premonitions. Uh-huh. So uh, Drusilla was once the pure girl who had feared her visions twist became a twisted predator who enjoyed victimizing the weak and innocent particularly children wow she reveled in her psychic powers and her unique views on reality still her insanity caused her to retain childlike qualities like keeping a collection of china dolls her favorite being miss edith yes and after two decades alone with her sire and grandmother so her sire's sire mm-hmm. drusilla began to desire a playmate and companion of her own which is how we got spike there we go okay so okay. she's always had these like clairvoyant abilities mm-hmm. this whole like i can see things so her prophecy she says something's making her weak i can see what makes the slayer weak yeah someone's come to change it all Someone new. Mm, yes. This who it, it was definitely someone new. Someone who brought Yeah. Who brought some shit so into we town. cut to oh this God. dick bag Ethan and he's praying to Wait, pause. Go Before ahead. we even like cut to that. I'm sorry, I just do my pause things. When Buffy was in the store with Ethan and she saw the dress and she was really into it and she's like I can't like, afford it blah, blah, blah. and he was like I'm gonna make it work for you because something's telling me to give it to you it's like no one fucking gives you anything for free in America well, not for free or for cheap like that I was like the minute he said that I was like this dude is bad and something bad is about to happen because no one just gives away a dress like that and says oh I just feel like you're the type of person who I should just give this like so to you like for way less so one question that's been raised a lot was did he know she was the slayer I don't think he did my whole thing was he just like his whole purpose of setting up shop there was to cause chaos so like you've gotta put out as much as possible yeah Yeah. but Um, it was just him saying that of course I'm not saying that meant he was evil yeah, of course. That's not at the Slayer. Look, I was just like, he's an evil best person. Best case scenario, he's trying to get in her pants. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, God. That is, But that is literally the best case scenario. Gross, Ethan. Okay. Um, but so, anyways, um, so he, we cut to him. He's praying to Janus, the mm-hmm. Roman god for chaos. Is that where January came from? I'm it pretty sure. It is. Because it came yep. from Roman mm-hmm. gods, like yep. the whole yep. The calendars, yep. yeah. And he's saying something about thy faithful degenerate son. Oh my God. I remain thy faithful degenerate son. I legit was like, he looks like the type of dude that flogs himself. Oh, just yeah, like, like Opus Day and like uh, Da Vinci Code. Yeah, just. Yeah. Pew, pew, yeah. Pew, pew, pew. I was like, he is crazy. But then we've got everybody getting ready that. Uh, so Buffy's in her dress and a wig, which yeah, I still don't understand why she had a wig. Well, why did she have to have dark hair? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, she Whatever. could have gone for a blonde or not. But I guess um, she wanted to be completely different. I guess. Um, and then because a lot of times when they're, ex- I, guess, I mean, I guess Halloween about, has come as you aren't tonight. So yeah, that. But also, like, I feel like a lot of the times when they're talking about old period things and talking about ladies, they're like calling them like raven-haired beauties and things like that. But I've Not heard ne- flaxen like hair beauty. Blonde wasn't necessary. Blonde or red hair wasn't necessarily like an ideal uh, thing back Titian then. Titian hair, red hair, uh, flaxen-haired beauty, blonde. 
I've mostly heard Raven, so you oh, know. Oh, it says the girl with saying. Raven hair. Fuck off. This is red. I bought it. Leave me alone. <laughs> God. Anyway, back to it. She's getting on. Um, but so they're getting ready, and she's all like dressed. She's like, Is Angel's gonna lose it. And she's yeah. in this pretty dress. I mean, she looks amazing, of course. She's I. Uh, we also find out mom's gonna be out all night, so Angel's coming out after the trick or treating. Oh. Yeah. Um, and then Willow comes up, and she's so shy. She doesn't want to. She's like, Come on. Yeah. And then we see her, and she's like, You're a total dish. Willow looks like seriously hottest character in the show so legit abs and isn't it just like just like uh, she's good like she just looks physically strong she's got abs going on she just looks amazeballs but you just see her wrapping her arms around her like waist she's so nervous she does not want to do this at all for the record I will say I am submitting her hairdo as the most 90s thing because it's like it's got like twists and braids and clips and then like the 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 little things that come down and frame the face like my god like wet but also where did that outfit come from Buffy has worn some like outfits I'm like no mom's letting her kid go out in not that one that leather skirt and that I definitely see Buffy wearing that she has to have that somewhere in the closet but the last episode she was bras 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 all the way yeah but at least like her her torso is mostly covered I've seen her torso before but this was like literally just under the boobs that's very true. Like, just under the boobs, and then not only a teeny tiny little miniskirt, but, like, slits in the miniskirt. Maybe that's what her thing was going to be until she went to the pier costume store. Oh, that was, was her like, outfit. Oh, I want to look like um, what Angel would want me to look like. By the way, Buffy, tip, pro tip, not pro, like, I'm a prostitute and I make money off oh, of this. Oh, no, of course not. I've been involved with a lot of men. Uh, the oh willow, the willow outfit. Yeah, much closer to what Angel wants to see. Oh, the yes, other for that's sure. a lot of layers. You've got like you've yeah, got to like lace things. things. No. There's like corsets. Yeah, there's, we're not uh, into uh-uh. that. No, we're not. that's bougie. No. Yeah, but I do love that she then changes her mind because Buffy goes downstairs to let Xander in. He's dressed in his army fatigues. Yeah, Buffy his fake gun. Buffy is all like, oh, and he's like, oh, I. Uh, reject my previous thoughts on spandex or whatever Mm -hmm. like Buffy the goddess of Buffydom or whatever I don't know at this point I knew when Willow was coming down Willow was gonna put that sheet but she was like wait till you see Willow by the way was this Buffy trying to genuinely set them up I think so because when they were upstairs and she was like Xander's here you know and Willow got really nervous that's that's why the Xander thing frustrates me because Buffy knows uh, Willow's into him. Okay. Willow knows she's into him. Okay. Xander knows she's into him. And we're I, still playing these motherfucking but games. Hold on, I'm hold tired. On. Xander at this point has like had his heart broken by demons at least twice. Okay. Ugh. So Stop fucking going for demons then. Well, but you hold, got a beautiful boo right no, there. But, but this is what I'm saying. It's like he no longer trusts his instincts towards women. Why not the girl who's always been there since well, season one? Then because and then she, he almost kissed. They had a moment. Because in the she, first episode of the second season two. She comes downstairs dressed like a fucking witch. No, and like no, a ghost. I'm sorry, like a ghost. Oh, ghost. Sorry, because she just has the sheet over her. But I'm just saying, like, if any 16 year old girl into a guy is doing something to try to make that guy feel like you're into him, 
Okay. And wearing that. And that sheet, by the way, also was a little too much like a clan costume that I was sort of ah, not in. It just wasn't a pointed head. So like, it's good. like, like, by the way, because like my sister went as a ghost like four years in a row or something. It was a sheet with the hole cut out for the head and then white face. Like, mm, beautiful. As a white person, you can do that, by the way, the white face. Oh, for can a you? Ghost. Can yes. you? I wasn't <laughs> I'm sure. just saying. I'm okay. Just saying. I just. Like, yeah, the whole reverse but, racism But thing, it's too. way better than somebody that's like a head is covered in a white sheet with just holes. Listen, the <laughs> point is, she got nervous and she got all shy about it. Totally but, get it. But it's like, but that's I'm just, Xander's fault. I'm, no, 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 no. But I'm just saying in general, I'm like, I'm just saying in general, we all know Willow's into you. Why are we playing these games? But also, Z- why are we playing these motherfucking games? But also, Z- I'm tired. Okay, we'll move on movie uh let's see uh mom's gonna be out with a wig uh boo over the boobs oh okay so then all of a sudden they're just like trick-or-treating with these kids and it's funny and some woman gives out fucking toothbrushes i do remember getting a bitch no i do remember once or twice getting pencils from somebody or like stickers. That sounds fucking horrible. And that became like the how. That's why we started uh, trick or treating around this one neighborhood, the Kentlands. Where oh, fuck yeah, yeah the Kentlands. Yeah. That's why you get the good candy. Because uh, all the houses were so like they were almost as close together as like townhouses, but it cost like a million dollars to buy yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. So you're getting fucking like king size Snicker bar. Fuck yeah, you're getting the good shit from these people. Yeah, I, hey, I was not an idiot. Raise the roof. I was Raise not an roof. idiot. Um, um, I thought it was really fascinating that um, Xander confronts whatever the fuck that guy's name is, who was trying to Larry. Larry, and Larry's making fun of him, and I was like, wait, because he was like, "Where's your bodyguard?" And I was like, "Really, Larry?" Because she kicked your ass, and you're poking fun at Xander, but you're the one who got your ass kicked. Like, masculinity okay. is so fragile. So fragile. It's so, so fragile. fucking annoying. Yeah. Uh, um, so, anyways, but then all of a sudden, like the prayer is spoken, oh, the wait. gods pull swords. It's just another thing. Something that made me go, "Oh, wait, what?" When um, uh, Cordelia is asking um, Seth Green's character, he's part of the band of uh, uh, Damb, <laughs> Damb, and she's like asking him about whether um, Devin or whatever is. Uh, and she asked if they're performing at the shelter club. And I was like, there's another club other than the bronze? Fuck, we gotta get this on. Pause, pause, pause. So I like the part where she's talking about Devin and she's like, his mister doesn't call, doesn't text, doesn't whatever. Like, if yeah. you heard from him. And, and Oz is just like, you know, he's just going by Devin. Yeah. He's so funny. He's so I really funny. like Seth Green's character. I do I too. Just re- What's his name? Oz. Oz. Okay, I couldn't remember that. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm into him. He's I just love him. tiny and adorable. He's so great. Hmm. By the way, a ginger male that I don't think should be killed. You, you and this is growth for you me. Redheaded men. God, this is growth. I can't. I can't. I just can't with you, man. Okay. Um, let's see. So, oh, everybody's turned uh, basically crazy. Yeah. So they become their costumes, essentially. They become their costumes. Yeah. So all of a sudden, like, 
the little monster goes to rip the little old lady's head off. That was so funny because she was legit talking. It was just like, "Ah!" She's like, oh, I'm out of candy. And then he like rips her head off. Like he tries to choke her. Luckily, there was no decapitation. That we saw. And she's like, "Ah!" Yeah, probably got her Um, But, you know, all of a sudden Willow can't touch anything. She's a ghost. Yeah. Um, It's funny because she's a ghost in her original dress the stuff that she was wearing that buffy i did think that, that was, was weird. weird that was weird but i think they did that on purpose to kind of because willow took a really big role in this and where she was running shit and she was a very powerful woman such a get, good willow episode so i can get where they're doing the whole you know sexy powerful woman in charge of shit <laughs> because at the end she accepted that costume she, and she walked down she needed to feel like she was exactly. a powerful woman yeah like yeah no i i thought that was yeah. actually yeah. A, a really good part of the episode. Yeah. But but Buffy, but here's the thing. So, Ethan was praying to the god Janus. Yeah. And Janus is basically in ancient Roman mythology, the god of basically from what I can read, two faces. Oh yeah. It's opposites. Yeah. I so got he's that. the beginning and the end. He's war and peace. He's starting and finishing. He's smooth peanut butter and crunchy peanut oh, butter. Oh, don't even start me on that's that. That's what shit. That's what Ethan said. Don't even. Oh, I'm not even trying right, to start right, in on this. We started, it's we started what, arguing that's what like Ethan during said. that. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, but we'll let it go. We won't talk about it. Yeah. So, smooth is better. All right. Fuck you. Fuck you. Um, so basically... That's that's one of the interesting things about what he... But if you think about it, look. Buffy the Slayer turns into a weak woman begging for men to oh take care of goodness. her. Oh my goodness. I wrote this shit down. Xander, turns usually the, the like... Mm. And now mm. he's all like... Because Xander owned this episode. God, he did so well. Xander was... it. You just grabbed your boobs again. I like, can't. <laughs> I just do it. Leave me alone. You're like, God, he did so well. No, I grabbed my tits. Ow! I just do it sometimes. Sometimes. Um, Look, whatever. I just grabbed mine like four times. Live your best life. Grab your boobs. But like, so Xander, who's usually the person that they don't turn to, and he's the one that like, he's running the show. He's like, lady, you go here, you go there. This ain't no tea party princess. Let me like run this, run that. And I was like, are you Chuck Norris? I fucking loved it because they became what they wanted to be. Yeah. What they wish they were. But also what they what they aren't. What they aren't. Like so the Buffy opposite. became this frail girl, damsel in distress. I don't really want to do anything except sit and be pretty and wait for someone to marry me. And he was all manly, macho, safer. He got to kick. What the fuck is his name? Larry's. Larry's ass. And of course he said, I don't know, but it felt really good. Like, I kind of just like. <laughs> that was very cathartic. That was just <laughs> very like good for him. So I was just I, like, wow, I'm, I'm loving how they just, they just turn into what they wanted to become. It's just opposite. Well, except for Willow. No, I feel like... Because okay, Willow, Willow... Because she changed her costume last minute. Yeah, And maybe true. that's it. Maybe true. it's because she was wearing two costumes. Yeah. Because Willow generally kind of wants to be sort of quiet and ignored. Yeah, but this time she took charge. She did what she needed to do. By the way, when she goes into the library and she, like, busts in through the wall. And Giles does that fumbly, fumbly, <laughs> awkward thing and throws because his cards up in the he air. He has literally been cross-referencing, cross-referencing 
in the card catalog. Yeah, such but, a nerd. But then she's like, so I've been turned into a goat. Or she's like, so Xander turned into a military person. And Buffy's like a noble woman. And he's like, and, and your costume is what? What? She's like, I'm a again, ghost. Once again. They don't actually say what the original costume was supposed to be before she put the ghost thing on. What was she supposed to be? Because back in the day. You just want to be a slut? That, okay. that, for Halloween, actually, by the way, I knew people that were basically like, I'm a hooker for Halloween. Like, Wonderful. That was actually something that legit Wonderful. happened back in okay. the day. Yeah. Thing that I thought was really cool, because I figured it out when Cordelia came in and she was freaking out. I was like, she still seems like Cordelia. I realized her costume was ripped. So because I guess the costume wasn't intact. No. It didn't? No? No. So then why didn't she okay. morph? Hold on a second. Oh, you about to break so, it down? So... She's like, Xander's turned into this, and Buffy's turned into this, and he's been turned into a monster. And then she's like, and then Cordelia comes into the oh, cat costume. Oh, she's already catty. No. No? She's like, Cordelia comes in in the cat costume, and Giles goes, good lord, has she been turned into an actual feline? Well, no, she's just Cordelia. But she got her costume at a different place because she had made the comment about, I'm never going to get my deposit back from party supply or whatever. Oh. 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 motherfucking time. I was on some different shit. I was wrong. And that that is what leads Giles to ask, like, well, wait, where did you guys get your costume? Right, right, right. Oh. Some new place called Ethan's. And the word Ethan is apparently very triggering to him. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, also, can I ask real quick? We we skipped past this. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, hold on. So Buffy's never seen a car, and, and and Xander's all like, she's never seen a car. It's a demon! Well, shy Buffy. And then goes, you're a ghost. Yep. Okay. And then Buffy sees a photo of somebody that looks exactly like her, but mm-hmm. in contemporary clothing. Mm-hmm. And then somebody tries to, like, bust through the window of the Summer's home. Yes. And, and Willow goes, not a civilian. You can shoot him. Okay. Was that just, like, a four-year-old kid that had been wearing a monster costume and was trying to break into the house? And what happened to them? Okay. I don't think that they're tall oh. enough to reach. Some of them felt like they they no. they grew. No, some of them were still tiny. They but, did not grow. Right, but some of them like the kid. There was a kid wearing like a, a, a abominable snowman kind of costume, like a yeti costume. It was that fucking tall. I don't know, but by the way, like, so what happens if like one of the monsters, even if he's small, comes to like murder somebody? Oh my god! Like, well, that's why Willow stopped it every time. And I know you've mentioned how only Joss when fuck Willow with the was there. Yeah, that's true. But I feel like at that time he was just like shooting in the air. He didn't even know the fuck he was aiming. I don't know. I feel like we probably lost some lives. That makes me sad. It does kind of and ruin the And if he buzz. knew that, god dang, he would, uh. Yeah. He yeah. would feel horrible. Oh, oh my god, poor Xander. Yeah. Um, it's too deep. It's too deep. Uh, but also, why did Cordelia go to Buffy's house, of all places? Yeah. I, don't, I guess was, she's come to rely on her. I guess, but that was weird yeah. still. Yeah. Um, and then, who? It, but she's all upset, and she's, like, shivering, and so Xander takes his army jacket mm-hmm. off and puts it on the little lady. I was like, wow, wow, wow. And did you notice the, like, little look between, like, where she just, like, kind of looked at Xander? Okay, so it's not just me. Okay. It's not just you. 
Like that. I look- am peeping shit between them because on the episode where she's thanking him so much for saving her life, like and she's like, I Willow, would do anything. anything. I thought I was catching vibes between the two of them. Let- okay. Okay. And then Spike is just walking through the streets like, well, this is just neat. This is lovely. I love this. Angel at this point has showed up at the house. He's like, hey, guys, I came in. Something crazy is going on. And then Willow and, uh, no, um, Buffy and Xander are like, who are you? Right. Never seen you before. And somebody says she's got some sort of amnesia. And she goes, I don't know what that is. But I'm certain I don't have it. I bathe quite often. Yeah, she really, okay. Buffy in this episode, like at that point. I couldn't stand her. She irritated me. Oh, God. She was like so Cordelia-esque, but worse. She was, she was like a dumber Cordelia. Oh, yeah. There we go. Yeah. A dumber and, Cordelia. And that's where Xander's all, this ain't no tea party princess. Yeah. I was, she was just very irritating here. But and I was like, this Cord- is not you, Buffy. But again, one of the reasons I love Cordelia, she walks in. They don't know who they are. It's a whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, Giles is shocked by Willow's entrance. Yes. Um. Wait, what is this? Uh. Oh, it, it, Angel takes Buffy into a room while Xander takes Cordelia to another place because they're going to fight, divide and conquer. Yes. And all of a sudden, uh, Buffy sees Angel's vamp face. Yeah. And she freaks out and runs off. Where the fuck is she going? It doesn't matter. Yeah, she's just a damsel running. She's attacked by a pirate who, yeah. by the way, it's so gross. Super like, rapey vibes. Great he was job. definitely trying to like make out with well, her. Uh, make out, yeah, that's a nice word I'm just, for it. We're starting yeah. with make out. I know it was going to end somewhere else. Um, it's just gross. This is where Giles asks, good lord, Cordelia turned into a cat. They figure it out. Uh, we get into Janus, who is the Roman god of division itself. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, chunky versus creamy. Thank I wrote you. that down. You were so you were so right. Uh, and then I just my next note is literally Xander is hella hot. Uh, he's wearing just like the tank top, and he's just kicking ass. And His he knows, arms actually look oh. like super ripped, and he has a tattoo. Yes. Yes. But he's also just like, let's barricade this door, and you guys go that way, and you guys go that way. Like, his strategy is dead on. He, oh, God. And, he and impressed me. I did not think I was into that, but I kind of was into that. Yeah, I was super into that. Uh, and then he's all, oh, by the way, Cordelia, still wearing his coat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Doesn't let it go. But she does ask to Buffy, What's your deal? Take a pill. Yeah. Angel is a good vampire. She still doesn't believe that Angel's that a, is vampire, a vampire. She's but so she's just trying to talk down Buffy. Like, He's so good. You're yeah. good to go. Yeah. And then Spike's walking through the streets, just leading these monsters that it turns out are just marauding His children. army of child monsters. Of like five-year-olds. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, of course... Can we go to Ethan's store That's where, what, yeah. mm-hmm. um, um, so Ethan's like, hey, um, he tells Willow to get out of here. Giles is like, Willow, get out of here. And she's like, okay. And she leaves. And Ethan calls him the Ripper. He calls Giles the Ripper. I started to freak. I was like, my baby, the Ripper, what is going on? I have to know Giles' backstory now. I have to. Okay. What I can tell you. Uh-huh. So first of all, 
Uh, Giles says that this reeks of Ethan Rain, so he knew that this felt like his old friend from university. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ethan goes, of course, isn't it brilliant? It's the ultimate, be careful what you wish for. Yes, very true. Yeah. Which um, is true, because these are things that, like, let's say Buffy wished for, and Tanner wished for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I know, but Giles says, oh no, I'm sorry, Ethan says, quite a little act you have going on here as librarian. I know who you are and what you're capable of. Yes. And this is the first time we hear him called the Ripper. Yeah. And then we're going to cut away because Xander is a tactical mastermind. Yeah. But Giles starts beating the shit. Oh my god. Out of Ethan Rain. It was so hot. And this it was so fucking this hot. Is the guy that like every time he like he wears all those crazy pads and like the weird old fashioned like face yeah. mask and stuff to battle Buffy, and and he just is kicking Ethan's ass. I'm just like you didn't need this. I was like you are putting on a front. Who are you? And he does such a good job that he gets Ethan to admit that Janice, yep. the bust that he's been praying to. Is the key to it all. And you gotta smash it to you break this curse. You gotta smash it. Yeah. But not, not Quitina smash. No, 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 different no, no, kind no, of no, smash. no. Different type of smash. Because at yeah. this point, um, Spike it has backhanded Buffy, who is still she in is this up against still like crying and oh shit. Oh my god, like, oh. the other monsters have got Sander. And I'm like, wow, this so could bad. be it. Of course, it's not gonna be it because it's, it's a fucking show. It's, yeah. It, yeah. But um, at this point, Xander's able to break the free. He grabs his gun because Willow's like, this guy you can shoot And he's shoot gonna at. like murder all the kids around them. Yeah. <laughs> he's aiming for Spike. Well, yeah, Spike but, is about but to. But at that same point, like, they had him. He's gonna murder That's everybody. That's true. He's gonna fuck yeah. everyone up. Yeah. Um, and at this point, luckily, Giles takes Janice, smashes it. Um, all of a sudden, Xander's gun is back to the little toy gun little it was. Little toy gun. Everybody yeah. else has become like a six-year-old again. Spike looks down. He's got a wig in his hand. Looks up. Buffy is all, hey, honey. She just springs oh. back up. And she's just pow, popping him. Pow, so right good. and kiss him. But yes. the thing is, like, she has him on the, she's, like, on the offense so hard. She she's got him, like, against ass. the ropes and still doesn't stake him. Yeah. I don't, she didn't have a stake. Okay. Did she have it? She had, a, like, a piece of wood, like a staff or something. He ran away before she I don't know. That kind of bothered me. But. I mean, he fought up two slayers, so it's not like he's that it's easy fair. to take it's out. It's fair. How surprised he ran away. But you had to love, like, the realization in his face when he looks around and his entire army. Or just kids. Like, six-year-olds that are like, I want my mommy. I want my mommy. Um, And, uh, but then they're all talking about how weird it was. It was like they were there, but they couldn't get out. It was an out-of-body experience. Yeah. Um, Cordelia is, like. Yeah, because, wait, up. Apparently, they were still able to, they still knew what was going on. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of like astral projection or something, or like possession. Well, so there's been a lot of conversation online. Like, was it that the costumes were possessed, or the costumes like temporarily possessed the people, or Janice through Ethan possessed the people who happened to be wearing the costumes? Because, like, you need some kind of connection. Yeah. So, like, there's a lot of, like, how exactly did this work? I think it definitely had to be the costumes. The costumes possessed you because one of the kids, they showed the mask, like, taking over and morphing his face and him becoming What I think is it's basically, like, he was able to sort of, like, curse the costumes Mm -hmm. 
so that when he did this, mm-hmm. it, it's kind of like, you know, in, in voodoo and stuff, like you need a piece of somebody, like yes, a piece of their hair sure. or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think it was kind of the reverse, like he needed to have touched or blessed the yeah, thing. that they were And wearing. then the spell would work yeah. to, to possess them. And it worked pretty damn well. Yeah, it sure. fucking did. Yeah. Um, and by the way, also, like what was his goal? Chaos? Yeah. Like, there there was nothing up. else he was trying to do. No. He wasn't trying to, like, rob a bank or kill anybody. Oh he just was trying to start some fucking shit. Yes. That, that which, by the way, is... Ethan is hella lit, and I kind of want to get to know him. That is, like, a weird thing, though, for a Buffy villain, for, like, just chaos to be their, their raison d'etre. Their... Okay. Their their purpose. Well, this is our chance to get to no one who does do this. Yeah, shit. yeah. Um, and by the way, oh, I also want to say I know the guy that played Ethan Wright, not like personally. Yeah. But he also has been in two of my favorite TV shows ever, Babylon Five and Star Trek Voyager. So shout out to Robin Sachs. Sachs. But go ahead, Robin. Uh, I was a big fan. Um, so then we go to, they break Janice, so many kids, everybody comes back, uh, oh, and she goes, it's good to be me, because that's what she's been struggling yeah. with this episode, which yes. I liked, and that's why I had the song from Anne of Green Gables stuck in my head, where it's like, once I thought I'd like to be a blossom growing on a tree, tall and trim and happy as can be, gee, I'm glad I'm no one else but me. No, no, okay. no, 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 that one, but the message me. is beautiful. It is. And that's what it is. Okay. So at this point, Angel uh, shows up. Oh, Angel's like, yeah. you good? She's like, yeah. And they walk off together. Cordelia's like, hello. I was talking. And Xander's like, girl, just don't try to get in between the two of them because I have tried. Give it and up, Cordy. Yeah. You're never going to get yeah. in between those two. Never Believe gonna me. Never going to get it. Never going to get it. Never going to get it. It's just not happening. One of these days, you and I should try harmonizing because I think oh we've my got God. it. Like, wait, it hold on. Want to try that one more time? <clears throat> never, never gonna, gonna get it. Never gonna, gonna get it. Never 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 gonna get it. I need to know that song because yeah, okay. I don't. I only know that part. Um, we're working on it. Yeah, give it up, Cordy. You're never going to get between those two. Believe me, I know. Yeah. Willow saved the day, and so she goes back to, like, the front porch where she became a ghost. Yeah. And she, like, picks up the outfit, and then she's all like, you know what, fuck this shit. Yeah, I'm a fucking beast. I was like, yes, girl. And then Oz in his weirdly white and black painted yeah, van. Yeah, man is weird. I, okay, here's the one thing. Was I he could... on the opposite side? That confused me. Well, he was the passenger. He wasn't oh, he driver. was the passenger. Yeah. Okay. Here's the one thing, though, that I can say. Growing up, again, in the 90s, somebody that I went to church with had a Jeep that was white, but they put, like, black cow spots all over it. That's not cute. And, like, I knew people that did stuff like that back then, so maybe the zebra printed. It wasn't even a zebra print, though. You're right. It was just. I need to stop random. trying to make excuses. Yes, no more excuses. Uh, but he's like, "Who is that girl?" Yeah, because she walks across the street, and you know what? You can tell in she's her walk. She's got that confidence. She's more confident. She's fucking owning it. She's like, "This is my body, bitches." Yes, and it is a safe body. Is she or more than body, her body be of banging. course, because but seriously, I mean, body be banging, banging. Her mind is banging mind too. Be banging. But body would be banging. Yes. But here's what I love: is that the last time where he was like, "Who is that girl?" And she's in that whole Eskimo garb yeah. where you can see, like, her, like, face. Just and her face. It. I don't so even like know if you can see her hand. different sides. It's, and he's like, completely like, covered. And the completely sexy. But she's walking it. with confidence. And Love she's just it. like, I'm like, 
can own this, it. and I love it. I might be her for Halloween. Fuck yeah. I don't it. know. And then um, we go to Buffy's house. And she's, she comes in in her jammies. Her jammies. And, and mom, Angel's by the way, bed. still gone. And so oh, Angel's like, totally um, allowed in okay. the bedroom. Okay. How many times when you were in high school and 16 were Nothing. guys allowed nope. in your... No. Yeah. No. Not yeah, even close. Much. Not yep. even there. Nope. Um, one time, had a friend over. Completely gay. We were downstairs the entire time watching things. My dad had to talk with me later That's about right. how I shouldn't bring boys over. Because it might I was like, people but think he's things. gay. But he's like, people make think things. And I was just like, I hate what everyone else thinks. It's stupid. But, um, and, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I just, I'm kind of like, so he's just in her room and nobody's saying anything. Yeah. And, but he's all like, I don't understand. Like, why would you, why did you think that's what I want? Well, maybe because you were a fucking, like, with Cordelia. Do not do this to me. I will not sit here as you try to make it seem like it's something else. You just bring it all types of bad juju on my mans. I, no, you will not. Look, I love him. Take it away. No. Those two have have communication problems. Look at, I don't want to hear your goddamn excuses. Okay? (laughs) It's not him. It's you. And it's Cordelia, and it's Buffy, and her whole, I'm insecure. Well, yeah, you're fucking dating a 241-year-old man. So a 241-year-old man doesn't know well enough to be like, she's insecure. I should do something about that. She's fucking 16. Grow a pair of balls. Thanks. Actually, grow a clit, because... It's harder to grow a uterus. Hard to be a woman. God An eight-inch hyena Eight-inch hyena clit. Uh, so, but he's just like, I don't understand. Why? Why did you do that? And she's like, I just wanted to be a real girl for once. Yeah, like the kind that you used to date. And he's all like, Ugh, they were I hated the women back then, especially the noble ones. Yeah, they were just like so. Oh, vapid, which yeah. I love that word. That's a great word. Uh, because uh, my SAT, my PSATs, I remember walking out of them sophomore sets, year. Yeah. yeah, sophomore year of high school. Because, like, you took them in the morning and then you had a half day or whatever. And we all walk out and we converge together, me and my, like, ten or so friends. And we're all at the, like, tree in the front of the school where we would meet. And just one person, Tori, she goes, what the fuck does vapid mean <laughs> and all of us look at her and we're like no fucking clue so then i will never forget That's what that adorable. word means good yeah. memory yeah it was good uh but but he's just like i hated those women he's playing with her hair it's and, like i wanted something more and and she's all and he's like i should tell you more often and she's like i mean sure and he's like oh well, i don't feel like i have to spell it out you're smart and she goes Still, I had a long day. You should probably tell me. Tell me. He's like, he's like, I could, but and then we're making out. Legit, me. Um. Oh. Ah. God. I was bugging out at this kiss because you know when you can hear the little smacks and all of that. I was like, okay. Once again, no, kind of gross because you're 241 year olds and she's 16. Um, but, but, But again, has life ever been so great as when making out was like that? Like, uh, oh, like if you're not going to get some, at least you can make out. But it was just like, oh, let's just make out for like four hours and grind against each other. Oh, God. <laughs> no one said anything about grinding. Well, I'm sure they grinding were happened. Out. Oh. oh. It did. It looked Buffy fun. an angel grinding? I don't know. I oh, it. Oh, it doesn't matter. Oh. It doesn't matter. Just like oh. making out as like the activity for like six or seven hours. Like that was the best. Yeah. But you can't wait to make out. No, I know. Like that is how that is how a girl ends up in the parking lot of a cemetery. There we go. Proud moment. 
<laughs> not one of my best. No. Okay. No. No. So, he licked, he, he legitimately, like, licked the side of my face. All right, I'm point. grossed out now. Yeah, ew, me too. Ew, I was ew, too. Ew, I was ew, too. Ew, ew, ew. Uh, so, so, at this point, Giles goes back to Ethan's shop. All the inventory is gone. gone. All the inventory is gone. He Ethan's gone. Oh, yeah. The card said, I'll be seeing you soon. Is that what Be seeing you. you see, be seeing you. And it just zooms in on Giles and blackout. I was like, oh, my God. Giles was a total badass, and I can't wait to discover more of it. I'm excited. You want some backstory. Yeah. You want some something. I want that. Yeah. I want that backstory. Is it just because they both had British accents? Is that what it really came down to? What do you mean? Ethan and Giles. You just want more of them because they both had British accents? No, I just really want to know, like, what the fuck, Ripper? Like, what are we talking about? What's happening? How do you two know each other? What is your past, Giles? What are you running from? Now you're a watcher, but apparently you can kick ass, but this whole time Buffy's been kicking your ass in these practice things, but you can actually kick ass like for real? That's what I'm interested in. It's not just the accents. It's like legit, but what the is the backstory? at least 30%. No, because now I'm just used to the accent. I'm just like, oh, okay, yeah, this is the accent. This is who he is. You know what? I didn't even think about the fact that Ethan was English. I didn't even think about it until he was like, Ethan. He's like, uh, what the fuck? Like, Ripper. And I was like, oh, my God, Ethan's English. Like, Ripper. They, of course, two of the English people in Sunnydale, of course they should know each other. There we go. So, um, no, I'm just, I just really want to know his backstory. I have to know where Giles is from. How he became the Watcher. Is his family like a family of rippers? Carrying on the tradition. He broke away from it. What is it? Oh my I'm god. Excited. Is he Jack the Ripper reincarnated? Oh my god. Stop it. I'm serious. Don't. Okay. We're done. We're just going to stop here because I'm not. Wait. Hold on. I'm going to bug out. People of color? Oh. People of color. I caught about three. And it was the same guy who was in the chef hat. He came down the stairs one more time. I was like, oh, you're the same dude. So a little black child. I was like, I see you, little girl. Um, You know, I'm really like, this POC count, it's like, okay, I see people of color in the background. I really it want does get, speaking roles for our people. It, Come on. It, it does legit get better. Thank God. Yeah. Hashtag it gets better. It Smash does. list, definitely um, uh, Giles always. Spike, because God, he's so bad. Three Actually, Xander. Xander. Oh, as that, military Xander? Even though that super macho shit was kind of annoying. Yes, Xander. I was, like, really into what it. What about Ethan? No. Ew. Mm-mm. No. No, See, you. I bang Ethan. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't know. He kind of has the snarky thing. It's an English thing. I think it's like, just the accent. I think it's the accent. I think it's but just the accent. I wouldn't even hit that. What about Most Oz? 90s? Is Oz on your smash list? <gasps> Actually, Yes. For some reason, that quirkiness that you've seen Xander, I see in Oz, and I like that. I love him. He just, why does he have to be a redhead? Hater. What's wrong with you? God, I hope your husband just wakes up redheaded. It'd be great. Your worst fucking nightmare. Really hope that doesn't happen. (laughs) (laughs) Two redheads? Yeah. God, no. (laughs) So, um... Smash list, POC list, um, and the most 90s most thing. Most 90s thing. I'm sorry, I'm going Willow's hair. I really feel like it's the whole fast thing, but you know Willow's hair, yeah. But the whole thing, like, I like, heard she oh, was fast. See, that like, almost. Who he, says that? Here's the only thing is that almost felt 80s to me. <laughs> like, it almost, it almost felt, like, too old. Mm. She's so fat. You better mean, like, the wind. I'll give you that, because if you saw the hair, definitely, you're, like, fucking 90s. 
tongue. But, but like Willow's hair was so like the fact that there had to be at least 18 tiny little butterfly uh, yeah. clips. That in never understood that for the news. <sighs> I, I wonder I, there's probably pictures of me with my hair like that I see that happening I think I'm gonna do that for Halloween I'm gonna be that willow oh god this is gonna be awesome <laughs> okay so I think that's it for yeah. Halloween this was a great episode we Wonderful. are doing a back to back to back extravaganza smorgasbord of smorgasbord. Buffy on Sunday yeah including uh, by the way we're going to have a guest star <gasps> Uh, there, yes, a podcast made up of librarians oh. that are going to come on to a Giles centric episode. Oh my god, I'm so excited to talk to us about being librarians. Okay, I'm down for it. Let's so do that. That'll be great. Yeah, uh, until then, I guess I'm just gonna go and try to figure out what the hell is happening with all of these accents, uh-huh. the costumes, mm-hmm. and uh, by the, the way, costumes. like we didn't have any time at the br- oh, we only at the beginning did we have time only at the, at the beginning. Like I said, there is the second club apparently, so, shelter club. So I have a, that is not the Bronx. I have a lot of really weird '90s music I need to listen to to make up for that. Yeah, okay, what, what's happening? Yeah. Um, all right. Well, so until next time, this is Meg, your Buffy expert, and this is Quatina, your Buffy virgin, and we'll see you next time at the Bronx. See you guys.